0: And let us continue on marching. Yeah. Brother Hardline has been making some appeals for help,
1: yeah. assistance.
0: Yeah. And I'm on board with them. Yeah. So often, so many times, members will say to me or come to me and say, What is it can I do? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find out what my niche is and what my gift is, what my talent is. Everybody can break papers. Amen. Yeah. And- Especially, especially when you got the grading key. <laughs> yes, sir. You're not required to. It's not essay fashion. You're not required to debate or present a, a thesis or an argument. Debate. It's right or wrong. They either answer it correct or they answer it wrong. Check, right or wrong. Man, I'm encouraging you when these lessons return, give it a try. Amen. If 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 you're one of those people, and even if they're not one of them, just try grading one. Yeah. You might find out that's a good way for you to study. Amen. By reading that information and being a, a, a grader, being a teacher, being an instructor, grading the papers. Amen. It's something for everybody to do in the kingdom. Amen. Amen. But it's just a matter of who we want to make time. God has given us the time. Amen. But so often, many times, we misuse and abuse the time Amen. God gives us. Amen. So it's a matter of making the time to get involved. So I'm encouraging you to, if, if you don't do but one, don't say, you don't like doing that if you haven't done one. Amen. Right. You don't know, you, you might just fall in love with it and decide, man, this is something I'm really enjoying. Mm-hmm. Give it a try. Amen? Amen? Amen. You may be that instrument God would use to lead a soul to Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. And just think about how good it would feel to find out someone obeyed the gospel and you had your hand in it and helping to teach them and lead them to Christ. Amen. So I want to throw that in there, because all of us need to be involved in some way, some fashion, in leading the lost to Christ. Amen? Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, beginning in verse 14, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communication had light with darkness? And what concord had Christ with belike Or what part had he that believeth with an infidel? Hmm. And what agreement had the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God had said, I would dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their God and they shall be my people wherefore come out from among them wherefore come out from among them wherefore come out from among them and be separate said the Lord and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters," said the Lord Almighty. <laughs> Amen. I'm thinking about that lesson from this morning, mm-hmm. and I kind of mentioned it this morning. I, I actually changed and said, "You know what? I'm gonna talk about this this evening." <laughs> and it's from your lesson, Gerard. Right. Talking about my what well, my lesson title is what type of Christian on you. Right. And I mentioned this morning, talked about eating food from the organic. In other words, natural, you know what's in it, or you know what's not in it. And then what I was thinking about, I said, some food is processed. It has all kind of additives and preservatives. And some food, well, milk, not food, but some things are pasteurized. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget when we moved from Memphis up to Minnesota, northern Minnesota, to Lou, two hours from Mm Kendall, And we lived in an area right across the lake was Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And I was always a milk lover. I could drink a gallon of milk probably in two or three days. But man, I got up there and drunk some milk and I thought that was the nastiest milk in the world. And the people said, oh no, 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 you got it wrong. This is the best milk in the world. Because this is the natural milk. They don't pasteurize and, and kill all of the good ingredients out of the milk. And let me tell you, for about, After drinking my first few cups of milk, my stomach was messed up about a week. (laughs) But after that, I was on track. But I'm saying all that to say this some Christians have been Mm -hmm. pasteurized. And I'm going to come back to that. What, what, What you learn to become a Christian, you go back hanging around the wrong people and around the wrong places. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned, some Christians are malnourished mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because when they <clears throat> should be around, when the church doors open, they're not. Mm-hmm. And they're feeding upon things they shouldn't be feeding upon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not healthy. They don't bring about a good balance in their diet, and they create many deficiencies in their health. A lot of nutrients and things they need to be getting, they're deprived of it. And it brings about a malnutrition in their bodies. And some folks, they come, they hear, and they just leave. They free roam, like chicken. I used to raise chickens. Now, I fed them good, but I also left the gate open in the morning because they love to walk around in the yard, and then when the sun starts setting, they'll come back into the beach. But some folks let their chickens just roam everywhere. Yeah. You drive down the road, they're on the side of the road. they crossing the road. <laughs> and while they're out roaming around, they might eat anything, come across anything, something might attack them, eat them, or whatever. Just free roam. But I want to touch briefly on the organic Christian. These are the Christian folks who understand there's a need to be around other Christian folks. Yeah. They know the benefit of being around those who have the same mind and same judgment. Mm-hmm. They understand the importance that what God saved them from and what he has brought them out of, they don't want to go back there anymore. They understand the importance of coming to Bible, Bible study. They understand the importance of assembling together when the doors of the church open. These are what you can call the organic Christians because they only desire and they need God's word to persuade them and convince them of what they need in order to make it in life. Mm -hmm. They they, they don't see a need to go back out there where they used to be, to find joy, happiness, to find a husband or a wife. Mm -hmm. Amen, Amen. somebody. They understand that they only need the natural thing, and the natural thing in this case would be God. They only need God's word to feed them. Jesus said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. And they are sold on the word of God. They are persuaded on the word of God, and because they believe so strongly in the word of God, their faith grows, and they mature in their walk. And the more they mature, the less they have concerns about the lustfulness of this world. Mm. Right. Organic Christians. Yeah. They don't need any supplements. Come on. Mm-hmm. They don't need to took back out there and, and and get in trouble or get burned and come back and say, "Whoo." <laughs> no, they understand when God saved them the first time. Yeah. It was good enough. Yeah. Then we have the pasteurized Christians. Who come to the knowledge of the truth, excited about it, but for whatever reason they have what I would say a lot's wife mentality. There's something that they just dying to look back at. Just something about what God brought them out of is something they miss, and instead of being turned into a pillow of salt. They return back to some of those old locations. Hmm. They return back to some of those old people that they used to drink and smoke and kick it with, fornicate with, hmm. carouse with, and do all kind of worldly stuff with. The same thing God brought them out of. Amen. These are the so-called friends of theirs that pastorized them. And what I mean by pasteurize them, what what good they had in their thoughts and understanding the goodness of God after tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. These lustful thoughts and behaviors burning out of them. They entangle themselves once again into the cares of his life. As Peter said, they return like a dog to his own vomit and what, what good thoughts they had in them, they are overcome, they are taken advantage of, just like they do milk. Right. Now, milk don't have the taste it used to have.
1: Hmm.
0: Most milk now you buy is just like water. Okay. Why? Because it's been pasteurized so much, it's some milk, they tell you, don't even waste your money buying it because it yeah. has no nutrients in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They used to make commercials and say, milk builds strong bones. Milk makes you healthy builds muscles. Milk does all these good things in You don't hear that anymore, do you? Because milk don't do what it used to do. Man. Because milk has been pasteurized so much. And it doesn't provide the nutrients that it used to. And some Christians don't provide the light that they used to. Right. Because they've gone back out and got entangled. And instead of just being a bright bug without a shade, some are giving up no more light than a 40-white bug. They've been fried, they've been pasteurized. They, the, the good that was in them has been squeezed out of them. It's been mm-hmm. choked out of them. That's why sometimes when you taste something, it don't taste the way it used to. We went up there to Minnesota. The milk tastes strange because that was the real stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: I never tasted milk like that before. All right. I'm pasteurized. And man, you talking about some good stuff? I adapted to love it. Okay. Then move back down here. <laughs> <laughs> some Christians <clears throat> I mentioned a male nervous. Not because there's not an abundance of food available. Mm -hmm. It's enough enough of God's word available for everybody to be Mm saved. But the problem is, the mindset of many people, they have eating disorders. And they're in denial and they don't want to admit they have eating disorders. Mm -hmm. And I'm not making fun of nobody with an eating disorder or a mental illness or whatever. I'm simply saying there are some disorders Christians have
1: mm-hmm.
0: concerning mm-hmm. spiritual matters. Mm-hmm. And when a person neglects to come out to Bible study, Sunday school, worship, and assemble themselves as the word of God commands and exhorts and recommends one to do, and a person neglects on following up on that, mm-hmm. there's a disorder somewhere. Yeah. And, and you know you can go so long and you, be, you can become messed up in your head, you turning into skin and bones and you'll look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm getting fat. <laughs> yeah.
1: That,
0: there's a word they have for that. Mm-hmm. And what is that word, one of you have quotes? Anorexia. Anorexia. <laughs> Everybody else watching you turn into skin and bones and you said, Ooh, no, I can't, I, I don't want to eat, you know. I, I've already eaten a roll today.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and everybody's seeing you turning into standing bones, but in your mind, you're saying, I'm too fat. <laughs> and some Christians are like that when they go so long neglecting to be their soul that they become persuaded and convinced that I don't, I don't have to go to worship. i stay at home and just listen to somebody on the TV or turn on the radio and listen to somebody on the radio. Or I'll just get my
1: Bible out
0: and read a few passages. And you know what? I'll just sit and read to my son or my <laughs> daughter or my children. And in your mind, you really think you are accomplishing what you need to do. When the truth of the matter is, you die. You are dying And Satan is even there encouraging you and boosting you on. Yeah, you all right, you all right. You got to be around those old crazy folks. And so often I ask people when they say, well, I just stayed home and read. So I said, but did you understand what you read? Hmm. What good is reading it if you don't understand what you're reading? Somebody once said, in all your getting, you didn't understand. And then, the sad part is, you pass this this dysfunctional behavior on to your
1: children.
0: As you grow older and they grow older, they see mom and dad saw no purpose or need of going to church. Mm -hmm. So you know what? I stay at home, read me a couple of passages, and make myself feel good. I keep a Bible in my car. Everywhere I go, your car don't need the Bible. You need it. Your car don't have a soul. That's right. Keeping the Bible in your car is not going to solve the problem. Keeping the word of God in your heart is what we need to do. Stop denying yourself the food that it needs. Amen. We need the word of God. Amen. Stop starving yourself. Here we are in a country with rights to assemble, to come together, to worship freely, not be attacked, not be shot at, not for a, a, a band of, of pirates or hooligans in and attack us and drag us out and beat us and kill us. God has blessed us with this freedom, Amen. but yet we'll say to ourselves because of our malnutrition, malnutrition, I don't, I don't, I don't need to go
1: there.
0: <laughs> well, who's feeding you? I feed myself. Well, how can you beat yourself if you don't know what you're reading? All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, in, in, in the word of God, the Bible said rightly dividing the word of truth. If, you, if you're not rightly dividing, how in the world can you live a life pleasing unto God if you don't even know if you're rightly dividing what you're reading? Well, let's get to these free Romans mm-hmm. Believe it or not, that's some free roaming Christians. Mm-hmm. As well as people who haven't obeyed the gospel who are just free roaming. Free roaming Christians are those who no know more than God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you talk about the Bible to them, they'll say, yeah, I know, but There is no but. That's right. God said it. That settles it. It, it. Nothing else need to be said about it. Mm-hmm. But we have free Romans mm-hmm. who believe they can add to and do better and offer more than what God has already provided.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Free Romans like Ford, always think they got a better idea.
1: Hmm.
0: Free Romans, that Jesus dying on the cross and getting up on the third day isn't enough. We should incorporate more into the worship. We should incorporate more into the church to, to get people attention, to draw people in. If the gospel won't do it, they don't want to come. Let me say that again. If the gospel won't do it, mm-hmm. they don't want to come.
1: Amen.
0: Because whatever you got to throw out there to try to bring them in and tease them and deceive them and tickle their fans to bring them in, you got to keep doing it. Amen. I know it's right. Amen. <laughs> so that's why. We need to understand what the Lord has left for us is good enough. Amen. Folks well, say, well, you know, the church won't grow if we keep doing things the way we always been doing them. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Let me tell you something. And, and it just bothers me when you hear folks say that. And it's sad when folks say that who are Christians. So you're saying Jesus told a lie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When he said, my word will not return unto me, what? Whether Well, if Jesus said his word won't return unto him, Lord, if Jesus said that peace of hell should not prevail over his church, where do you get your information from? <laughs> See, Some of us have this idea because we've been roaming around in the wrong places and among the wrong people. And when you go out there, you pick up wrong information. Amen.
1: Right.
0: You think just because there aren't three, four, five hundred, six hundred people trying to come up in here, oh, we're doing something wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, you better think again. Amen. Right. That's how the truth operates. Yes. People are flood somewhere to hear anything other than being condemned by the word of God. But believe it or not, everybody don't love the truth. Right. But you don't have to be a part of a maker congregation to be doing what's right. Amen. And you need to be careful roaming around. Because you pick up bad information, you pick up bad habits, and most of the time, Those bad characteristics that other people have, they will overcome you Mm -hmm. and overtake you. Mm -hmm. And then the next day you look around, whatever happened. Mm -hmm. So and so. Oh, they over there at Kingdom Hall. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They over there at Harvest International. Mm -hmm. They over there irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Because the band throws down over there. Oh, they set swimming pools out. They got a rock climbing wall. And look, look at you. What like the word that got to do with salvation? Amen. Amen. Huh? What does a rock climbing wall have to do
1: with salvation? They
0: do whatever they want to over there. But that ain't got nothing to do with saving them. The scripture says. Amen. And the scripture says, call ye out from Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers? What is an unbeliever? What is an unbeliever? Spiritually. A spiritual definition of an unbeliever. One who is not of the way, not of, of the belief of who God is and what God has done for us and all of this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They walk according to their own cadence, right? The Bible said, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers? For what fellowship hath righteousness we are? God's righteousness. Mm-hmm. For those of us who live right and according to his will and as he commands us, righteousness, righteous living. Yeah. Being, being saved and baptized for the remission of our sins and continuing in the faith we become his righteousness as well as his workmanship. The Bible said, for what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? Mm. What would be the sense of trying to strive and live and do what's right, presenting yourself a living sacrifice, not being conformed to the world but being transformed by the way we think, but yet, Connecting with somebody who goes totally against what God would have
1: you to do. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what communion had light with Mm darkness?
1: What communion does light have with darkness?
0: what concord had Christ with me like? Either. Either brother. Ain't no fellowship there. Nothing in common there. Or what part had he that believed it with an infidel? If I believe and this person don't believe, what is our relationship? What is there to have? Between the two of us, mm-hmm. and infidel is an unbeliever, yep. mm-hmm. well, just maybe I can change, or just maybe they'll change you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Evil communication does what? Right. Why do you think the Bible tells you to stay away from me, folks? Mm-hmm. They're not healthy. That's right. They're not. They're not good. They're not organic. Amen, Amen. They're not organic. Amen. They're not healthy. They're more interested in bringing you down and tearing you down than building you up. Amen. And what agreement at the temple of God but idols? With a man that from Old Testament all through the New to do what? Avoid idols. Don't have any idols. The only, the only thing we need to have in our hearts and our minds is we need God. Amen. We need God. We don't need no piece of wood.
1: Amen.
0: We don't need a tree. We don't, we don't need jewelry, gold, and all that stuff to bow down to and worship and all this stuff. We need God. And then it goes on the same. As I come to a close, missing my train. Wherefore, come out from among them and be And be And be And be yourself. Hmm. You know, when I think about darkness, the first thing always comes to my mind are cockroaches. Yeah. Cockroaches mm-hmm. well, love a dog. Don't sit there and like you ain't never seen a roach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think you're lying, or you just never turn on the lights when you
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> But I always think about cockroaches when you think about dogs. And what happens when you turn the light off? Yeah. Now, why, why do roaches run on when you turn the light off? They don't, they don't like to be seen. Because they know, chance of law, somebody came be trying to kill me. <laughs> people of darkness, people who don't obey God and don't want God in their heart love darkness. Because they think darkness is the perfect cover for them Mm -hmm. to do the evil that they do. Wherefore come out from among them and be ye Separate. Said who? Bury me. No. Oh. Said who? Oh. The Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. So, my question to you is: what kind of Christian are you? Organic. In other words, God's word is enough. You believe it that serves. You don't need anything else. Pasteurized or processed mm-hmm. where the good that was in you, It's being burnt out and, and choked out and squeezed out because you, 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 you still got some of your old ways that you allow to overtake. You. Oh, you're a man of nerves. Mm-hmm. Christian. Blame everything and everybody. Why are you always coming up short? Why things ever all the time messing up and nothing goes right for you? Well, you know what? I had to learn a hard lesson. I used to push myself, get up in the morning, would eat breakfast. But I would drink a mountain. Boy did I learn. <laughs> And for a few hours, man, I would drink that Mountain Dew, and I could, I could bounce everywhere, I could move around, go on, do stuff outside, this and that. Then all of a sudden, around 11, 11.15, 11 like, and I said, oh. And one time, man, I just started sweating. I, man, I'm just sweating, and I'm saying, man, what's wrong with me? Then I thought about, it. man, you can't be drinking all that caffeine and sugar with nothing on your stomach. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was up here when that happened. <laughs> man, I went over there in that kitchen. <laughs> I found some bread, (laughs) some peanut butter, and man, I ate some peanut butter and bread, and I just just sat there in the car for about five or 10 minutes with the air on. Then all of a sudden, I started feeling Mm -hmm. Mm mess. Man, my sugar level had dropped. It it didn't didn't just slowly go down, it Mm -hmm. dropped. It was almost like, okay, here's the last portion of that mountain dew. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Man, you gotta eat right. Yeah. You gotta be filled with the right stuff. Yeah. If you're gonna be of any good for the law,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or else you're gonna find yourself in the wall and you're gonna wonder what happened to Uh it. It ain't gonna make sense to you. And then you'll turn and start leaning to your own understanding. You're gonna start leaning to things and doing things that the Lord had told you and warned you to stay away from. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh Now ask me, what's the most important meal for me? (laughs) 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 Buddy, if I don't get up and cook it myself, I found a new hangout. I'm right there at the Waffle House.
1: <laughs>
0: and I get me three or four eggs, well done with cheese. Big old waffle. And every night I throw some bacon and there. And man, I eat. And after I eat, I jump up. Cause if I don't jump up, I'm gonna be knocked out. <laughs> But man, I can roll for hours, and I feel good. Yeah. And you know something else I learned? Round one, one, is one or two, I hit again. <laughs> yes, I do. I eat again. Cause if I'ma be out there doing this, doing that, doing this, you ain't gonna catch me on a quarter of a tank again. <laughs> I'm gonna feel right back up again. And I'm gonna keep going. And you know what? Round five, between five and six, you know what I'm gonna do again?
1: I'm gonna eat again. Oh, Y'all, no, brother, man, that why you so big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> I have you to know I lost a few pounds. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But seriously, folks, can't be roaming around. And I have to throw this in there. I said I'm, I said I'm gonna get Sister so Chairman to help me with this one lesson, just do a demonstration. No, I'm gonna hold off, I ain't gonna tell you. Yeah, I'm gonna tell
1: you.
0: You take a flower, you know, go buy a flower, but if you read the directions on sunflower, they'll say after so many months you have to transfer it to a larger pot, right? right. Because when it begins to grow and everything, you don't give it room. <coughs> you do what? You kill it. You kill it. You kill it. Ch- it, choke it <laughs> the to death. The roots need to expand and all this stuff, and they can't do it in that small container. So you have to put it in a larger pot, or better yet, put it in the ground. Mm-hmm. And guess what? When you transplant it from that smaller pot to something larger, it expands, it grows, right? Mm-hmm. See, some folks need to stop church hopping. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. And you know the reason people church hop? Because they ain't never allowed themselves to get rooted in the word to learn anything. And as long as you're bouncing from one to another, to another, you ain't gonna never grow. Matter of fact, you dig a plant up and keep moving it, and keep moving it, what's gonna happen? So Stephen, what's gonna happen. It's not gonna grow. It ain't gonna grow. Just, just say it, it's gonna die. <laughs>
1: And some folks
0: don't get it. Get your tail somewhere and get rooted. You know how you learn to deal with adversity? You sit down, you dig in, and you face it. And you allow God to lead you and direct and learn how to deal with it. You learn from that. You don't just dig up the plant and keep moving it from one place to another to another. Mm-hmm. You can't learn and grow bouncing around from one place to another to another to another. Mm-hmm. Dig in. Deal with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then you'll start feeling good. You can look at your life and say, you know what? Once upon a time, my life, that would have blown me away. But you know what? I will learn to deal with stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. You know how to make marriages strong? You learn to deal with it. Amen. Is it always happiness? No. just about you. Yeah, that's what you do. Mm -hmm. It's about where you go. You hang in there. And you know what you find out down the road? You can look back and say, hey, we still together? I tease my wife all the time. I said, 30 years girl. you still hanging around (laughs) (laughs) here? I'm sure she impressed herself. September, I've been married 46 years. 46, right? 48. 48. G- <laughs> I said, Girl, we're at 30. Can you see 48? I said, No, ma'am. I
1: said, No, ma'am. Let's just go one day at a time.
0: <laughs> but you know what? Make it if you want to. Amen. Yeah, Amen. Amen. Get the right feet. bro Gerard, again, wonderfulness. Amen. Amen. Wonderfulness. Simone, oh, you put no jokers to bed early tonight. <laughs> your food deserves a special treat. <laughs> I do know all I need to get y'all mine. <laughs> i was just thinking about making him a smoothie.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, yes, yes. And by your husband. Amen. Amen. Keep encouraging. Amen. Amen. So hopefully this evening, hopefully, you are striving to be ordained. Hopefully you are. Hopefully, God's word is enough. Amen. Yep. To persuade you and to keep you rooted grounded. Hopefully and prayerfully, you believe in God enough that he will prevail. He will provide. He will take care of you. You don't need all this other stuff. That's right. The just shall walk and live by Trust in God. Hold to his unchanging hand. We sing that song. Hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. Don't just sing it. Live by it. Hold on to it. And just watch and see what God can do with your life. Amen. Is that all right? Yeah. We're all family here tonight. Let's encourage one another. Let's exhort one another. Man. You know, sometimes we talk to each other and we, we, we know what each other is doing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we'll know what we'll see one of our brothers and sisters are kind of heading the wrong way. Let, let's be more concerned. Let's be more loving. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's speak up and just say, look, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. Come on, stay, stay on the boat.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Stay on the boat. On Ain't nothing out there. Mm-hmm. You, you you get off the boat, you're gonna die. Mm-hmm. That's right. Stay on board. Don't don't be worried about it. they might get upset with me. They might think I'm trying to judge them. No, you love them. You're trying to encourage them. Mm-hmm. Don't allow the devil to to mix up what encouragement and what judgment means. That's right. You love them enough to encourage them to do the right thing. Right. Let us pray for each other, folks.
1: Amen. That's
0: my prayer request is yes, sir. let us pray for each other. But even more. Let us not love only in word. But let us love in <coughs> word. Amen. And yes, sir. that makes a difference. Yes, Talk is cheap. Yeah. I, I, I grew up when you say was saying out on the basketball court, "Talk cheap, talk cheap. Somebody always on the sideline, running in their mouth, talking about, man, I would have shot that, I would have made that, I would have made that. And sometimes you get to the point, you're sick and tired of hearing them talk. You pick them and say, you're on my team. And you keep shooting, throwing the ball to them. You keep throwing the ball to them, and they can't hit nothing. <laughs> You just stop the game, so man, go home. <laughs> Can't nothing. That's all they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let us not be Christians or just mouths. Amen. Amen. Let us be Christians of service. Amen. 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 What's our song, kids? Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight is our invitation song.